Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Callie is afraid that she sounds drunk this whole episode because she had her surgery a few hours ago, a few hours before we were recording, and she thinks the anesthesia is still lingering. I have an inspirational message for everybody going into the weekend and a beautiful human alert that is going to touch your heart if you love old rescue dogs. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider, living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same. Welcome to The Upside. With Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Friday, August 12th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful that Callie and I live close to like hospitals and doctors' offices and stuff. Like, is it aren't it's in most places that the doctors' offices and the hospitals and the medical centers are all like in the same area, right? What do you mean it's in most places? Like in most cities, all of the medical stuff is is centrally located, like together. I don't know. Because I think it is in Syracuse. Is it? I, th- I think. Anyways, every doctor, my doctor, Callie's doctor, Ellie's doctor, the hospital that we go to if we ever have to go to the hospital, all that stuff is like less than 10 minutes from our house, even when we hit every light. Yeah. And I'm grateful for that. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for our super, super comfy bed. Jeff Dollar, scale of one to 10. How are you doing? Uh, okay. I am, I'm going to go seven, five. Okay. At this moment in time, I think I'm feeling eight, five, but yesterday, for whatever reason, I was just, wiped like the tank hit empty for about 12 hours yesterday which sucked because it was also the day that you had your procedure so you were medically wiped out Mm -hmm. and your parents are out of town so ellie and i were were like i I was the i was the director of the puppet show to keep that kid occupied after we got home from your doctor appointment Mm -hmm. right so it was just a bad day. So yesterday was like super low, which I think is bringing down the whole week number, but I'm an eight five. Jeff, yesterday was, it was like 2 PM and he looked at me and he goes, I just realized I haven't had coffee today. And I think that threw off my whole day. I was wrong though. I had a headache. I just felt crappy the entire day. And then it dawned on me because Callie was home from work because she had her, her surgery. So she was home from, from work. And we had somebody coming to take care of Ellie at the house who's normally who normally doesn't come on Thursday. So it just threw off my routine. So I, I yeah. I and we all know you are a creature of routine and habit. And like. 
but it wasn't it. Yeah. And, and um, I don't want to say much more because based on our, our notes of what's coming up on the show, I think you and I may have had the same experience recently. So I don't want to say much more and, and steal the thunder of your next topic. So I'll just ask you how you're doing okay. on, a one, on a one to 10. I am an eight. I feel, I got to tell you, I feel so out of it right now. And it's very weird because I got, so I had my surgery yesterday um, and it was really routine, but they put me fully under. So it's weird because it's not like a major surgery, but it's enough of a surgery to where, you know, you literally go to sleep for like 30 minutes and then they bring you right out of it. And I still feel so tired and yeah. I did nothing, but well, my body's like, that was weird. And I just feel really tired, even though I exerted no energy. Yeah. But you want, I, I, you also have to, to acknowledge that the entire experience from like being chemically knocked out to the procedure to have the thing removed to not being able to eat for 24 hours before, like all the stuff mm -hmm. that comes with it, it, it just takes a, a toll. All of them are slight tolls, but when you add them all up, it just, it kind of, it kind of knocks you out. So I think, I don't, yeah, I don't, I think whatever you're, I think saying that, oh, I, you know, didn't really do much. I think you did a lot. I, so we walk into the fertility place yesterday and they do all of their surgeries like on one day. So we walk into the waiting room and it was literally me, Jeff, and a bunch of other dudes like waiting for yeah. their significant and, others to get out of surgery. And what's funny is there is, there's a uniform for guys in the waiting room while their wives are having a procedure done. And I almost wore it, but then I'm like, no, it's too casual. And the uniform is either like basketball shorts or cargo shorts, t-shirt, AirPods. And if you have a head that would accommodate a baseball hat, a baseball hat, because that's what every guy in there was wearing. <laughs> Did you feel when you walked in? Cause usually, I mean, you haven't been able to go to like fertility or you didn't get to go to Ellie doctor appointments with me. Um, but usually it's a bunch of women. Were you surprised when you walked in and you're like, Oh, this is like the dude zone right now. Um, I didn't really think about it. I just, I didn't know if like, I, I wasn't going to say anything before you, like, I wasn't going to ask you to ask them this, but in the back of my head, I was like, okay, I'm allowed in the waiting room, which I was happy about, mm -hmm. but I didn't know what the extent of that was. So like, I didn't want to be in a room while they were like explaining to you exactly what would happen and stuff. So, so I had prepared like little mini speeches in my head to excuse myself. What were you going to say? I can't be here for this. <laughs> I told you, I told you as many, I was going to say like, I, I, <laughs> Jeff's entire, I have prepared a speech. Can't do it. Yeah. My speech is, Hey, where else could I be right now? Cause it makes you squeamish. Yes. And I will, I, I had a friend of mine a million years ago. Um, she was pregnant with her first baby and she went into labor or not labor. She started to feel contractions. And her, and her husband 
an anxious fellow, right? So he immediately, he's like, all right, off we go. Let's go. Here we, you know, he had the bags packed, car running, full tank of gas, you know, three different routes to the hospital mapped out and highlighted, taped right. to the dashboard. Like he was ready to go. So the first time she says, like, oh, my belly fe- feels weird. You know, I think I just had a contraction. Like they're in the car speeding to the emergency room. Mm-hmm. They go there, get checked in, and they're like, yes, there was a contraction, but it's X number of minutes apart. You live three miles from the hospital. Go home. Right. Like, you're going to be uncomfortable here. You might end up having to pay to stay. Expensive to stay here. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're an expensive hotel. You don't need that. Go home. And when you start to feel whatever, she goes home and goes to bed. She's like, okay, this is going to be my last, like, peaceful night, you know, no Mm -hmm. baby sleep for a long time. I'm going to bed. He stays up all night. The next day they go back to the contractions close together, go back to the hospital. He has not slept, had one sip of water or one morsel of food. And when they're in the delivery room, she's delivering. It's not a, it's a natural thing, right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. push whatever. Uh, He passes out. And they had to hit the button because he hit his head on the way down. That's like <laughs> the code blue thing or whatever. So everybody comes running. They carry him out of the delivery room. And that's the story of the birth. Right. It's not my wife was so strong. It's not, oh, she powered through. It's none of that. It's he passed out, bou- literally bounced off her belly, mm-hmm. hit his head on the way down. And they had to drag him out. And like a doctor loaned him two bucks to get to buy two Snicker bars from the vending machine <laughs> so he could get his blood sugar back up. And you- And I never want to be think, that distraction. But you think like even in such a thing as yesterday that you would not be able to handle that either? I don't want to be in a situation where I feel myself starting to go. Got it. Okay. So I think what I would say is like, hey, do I need to be here? Like, are you going to be sharing emergency information? Because if not, is there like- I'll be over here. <laughs> well, if there's like- I'll stay in the back. Like if there's like a, like a, a lounge, you know, like a nurse's mm-hmm. lounge or something. I'm like, can I go sit in there for ten minutes? Yeah. So um, I'm in. But there. I did. But that didn't happen. I was in the waiting room the whole time. They called me back when it was done. Yeah. So it was done. It was really. I got a rush of anxiety right before they put me under because you're just in a, any sort of like fertility gynecological surgery situation. It's so vulnerable. Like you just, I have, the whole experience is super vulnerable. And there's a lot of people that say like, oh, like, you know, you get used to that thing as you get older. Like I don't, I still have not gotten used to it. Like I still, so it's weird for me. So I got they literally like strap you to a chair. And I was like, my anxiety, I think she could see, like the anesthesiologist could see that I was like starting to freak out a little bit. And she was like, we got you. You're going to be great. You're going to have a great nap. And it wasn't like a huge room like I thought. And there wasn't a ton of people like I thought. I think there were two, maybe three people and they were all women and they were so nice. Um, I apparently had like full on conversations with the doctor, um, after I came right out of anesthesia and I don't remember even seeing her. Apparently I asked to see it. 
what was yeah. taken out. Um, um, I'm like, can I see it? She, um, so she took a picture. She showed me. I couldn't really tell anything. And I still, like, the whole... Um, did you remember, did they make you do like the count backwards from 10 thing? No. Or anything like that? Or were you just like hanging out and all of a sudden it was done? No, they put like oxygen and they're like, okay, have a good nap. They put like oxygen in my nose. And I guess, I mean, I had like a hand IV or whatever. And I guess they, I don't know what they did, but they were like, have a good nap. And I was like, okay. And I was like looking at the ceiling and then I was like nap time. And then <laughs> they, I woke up and I was in a recovery room and the nurse was like talking to me and I was like, that was not a long enough nap. Like <laughs> I was like preparing for a snooze and I, yeah, I didn't get a long snooze, but it was good. It well, was good. I, I'm glad that um, despite the anxiety and, and the major medical thing that you went through yesterday, you're still an eight. Yeah. And I don't think it was major. I don't know. Well, it was significant. Yeah. It was a major, like you didn't have a kidney transplant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it was notable. Yeah. I think it was bigger than getting a tooth pulled. Yeah. Yeah. Bigger than getting a tooth pulled. We, uh, and I've had a tooth pulled. Like I know how serious <laughs> when, that is. When J Jeff's tooth being pulled was more serious than my C-section. Let's just, let's yeah. just say that mm -hmm. it's a bigger deal in this house. Um, I had a day on Thursday. It was like the perfect storm of like crap. And I don't usually say that on this show, but it was just like, an hour where I got three phone calls that there were medical related emergencies surrounding people that I love. Not, like, ye not yesterday on uh, Wednesday, this happened, right? Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. I am a day off. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Wednesday this happened and I was sitting at my desk and literally there was nothing I could do. Like one of my girlfriend's dads was like being rushed to the ICU. I got a call that like, you know, something happened to another friend and I was just sitting there thinking. And you had your, your thing the next day. Right. And I was sitting there, I'm thinking, I'm like, there's literally nothing I can do right now. And there's a whole crap storm of things going on around me. And I feel completely helpless. And to be honest, I feel totally useless because yeah. when people that you love are in, I don't want to say trouble, but you know, in medical situations or in, in, cri in, crisis. in crisis, that's, thank you. Um, it's just hard. And, and your instinct is to like, okay, what, what do I do? Where do I go? Who do, blah. and I had to sit there and just sit Especially it. when you're a fixer or a people pleaser. Is not everyone like that though, when it comes to medical stuff where you're just like, oh my gosh, I should be doing something. Um, I think there are people who are more practical about significant life situations. I think there are people who are more Zen about it. Like this too shall pass. Mm -hmm. Like, I think there are people who just can sit in that, but I am, I am like you where, you know, you get the phone call that, that, uh, you know, somebody's being life flighted to a hospital for treatment. And you're like, what? Uh, okay. I've seen, I used to watch Grey's Anatomy. I could do the surgery if they need me to. Right. What else could I do? Helicopters. I used to play video games. I could fly the 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 life flight. Like what? What do you need me to do? And then it's always like, I'll send sandwiches. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. And they don't even like live here. Like it's halfway across the country. Right. Yeah. And I'm like texting my friend every five seconds. Okay, what's the update? What's the thing? What's the thing? And then I'm like, Callie, calm down. Like number one, this is not about you. And sitting in stillness sometimes is totally fine, even though it feels really 
awkward. So that was kind of a moment for me. I was just like, there's literally nothing I can do. And it feels kind of horrible, but sometimes there's just nothing you can do. My similar situation was, was yesterday when I was just feeling so beat up, so tired, so fried. Tank was on empty, thought it was the coffee, wasn't the coffee. And Ellie was, uh, Ellie and I were hanging out in her playroom while after your, um, after we got home and you were sleeping it off and I had such, like I had so many things on my to-do list, like my micro to-do list that mm-hmm. I could have done while Ellie was coloring and playing with her books and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was just, I was fried and I said to myself, I'm like, you just need, like you got to be fried right now. Like you just got to do nothing. All of that crap will be there tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And you're going to do, you're not going to do anything good by doing it right now. Like, yes, you'll cross it off your list, but it'll all be at 50%. You know right. what I mean? Like it, it, you'll have to go redo stuff. You'll forget things. Mm-hmm. You, like you'll just, you'll, you'll make your, like it, Stuff that w- if you do it tomorrow will take you 10 minutes. It's going to take you an hour today. And it'll know. be at 50%. Yeah. And sometimes things just need to be done. Like I, you know, said to a friend earlier this week, like, I don't need you. Like nobody in your life needs you to 50. You know right. what I mean? So you got to do what you got to do. And sometimes that means chilling out, just yeah. chill out stop and it's really hard to do, but nobody needs your 50%. It's okay to take a break. I regularly will see quotes, usually on Instagram, like inspirational quotes or, or, you know, quotes from, you know, people who are very smart, who say smart things Mm -hmm. and their quotes get shared on Instagram. I always want to be one of those people. I know. And I always like save them to my notepad on my phone because at the time I read them, they really, I'm like, oh, that's so remarkable. And so I, I save it in my phone with the intention of, of sharing it on the show in hopes that it would help someone else. And I never go back through, through the notepad. Mm-hmm. So I decided to do that. And this quote, I don't remember where it came from. I don't remember how long ago it was. You know, by the way, you can save Instagram posts. Yeah, but then I, but you can't organize them. Okay. Okay. So like, if that's the case, like I would tell, I'd be like, oh, I want to buy that. Oh, I want to follow this person, you know, or whatever. Um, Sorry to interrupt. What was your quote? So the quote, so I went back through the list and I'm like, I want to start, like, I firmly believe that there is a, like, if I read a quote and it speaks to me, like it arrived in my orbit at the at that time. Yes, that's what you needed. And then, so I almost feel like if I save it to share later, that means that somebody on the receiving end of that share needs, needs it, it. Yeah. when you're going to deliver. I just believe that's the way the universe works. Mm-hmm. So when I went back through the list, I'm like, I'm going to share one of these on Friday. Uh, this one, for whatever reason, stood out to me. So I've got like a dozen of them in there. This one was like, whoa. So here we go. Don't sabotage your future peace because today's familiar chaos is comfortable. 
That's deep. Don't sabotage your future peace. So don't neglect what you need to do right now in order to be settled tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. Like, don't neglect that just because you're comfortable with the crappy stuff going on right now. Mm-hmm. So to, I think I originally saved this thinking about like employment situations. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to go, I don't want to, I don't want to rock the boat and ask for a raise. Mm-hmm. I don't want to update my resume and go on LinkedIn and look for another job. Like, I don't want to do all of that. This is fine. I'm just going to do this through the end of the year. I'm just going to do this for, you know, it looks bad on your resume if you have a new job every three years. So I'm going to keep this job for five years or 10 years. It'll be fine. Like, you don't have to do that. Mm -hmm. Like, don't, just because something is comfortable right now and just because something is easy right now, don't write yourself a script for next year based on what's okay right now. You should always be writing the script for where you want to be, mm-hmm. right? So in relationships, oh, I don't want, you know, like I don't want to have to, I don't want to break up with them. He's going to be so sad, blah, blah, blah. Right. Bleh, right? Mm-hmm. No. The like, longer you put things off. You sit in your own misery. Like you're building a bed for yourself in the future. That's not what you want. And I believe that the longer you become comfortable with, with comfortable, like the longer you become. The the longer you become comfortable and you're comfortable. No, like the longer you put up with okay, Mm -hmm. even though there's better out there, the more comfortable that okay becomes and you deserve better than okay. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. A friend of mine launched a foundation. It teaches shorter people how to do math. So if you're under five foot tall, you can sign up for his program. It's called Making the Little Things Count. Have a joke for Ellie's Comedy Club? Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff. 800-434-5454. It's an odd question I've been getting about my Bruce toothbrush, but it makes sense. We talk about how great this toothbrush looks on your bathroom counter, how it, it's more of a work of art rather than a tooth scrubber. And people have been reaching out saying, what color Bruce did you get? And I respond with black. I've posted a couple of pictures of it on Instagram as well. Maybe that's where the questions are coming from. And people are like, okay, you've got a black toothbrush isn't it always covered with dried white toothpaste isn't it just gross and you know what the answer is no i'm not going to pretend to know how they do that i'm not going to pretend to know what the magic is that keeps it looking so clean but it does and i don't do anything weird i don't like 
rinse it underwater for 20 minutes or anything. I just brush my teeth and then rinse it off and put it back. And it stays this beautiful, classy, matte black color with no toothpaste residue on it. Just another reason for you to get a Bruch toothbrush. Right now, you can get the best toothbrush you will ever own at 20% off by going to Bruch.com. That's B-R-U-U-S-H.com slash upside. 20% off your Bruch toothbrush in whatever color you choose. Since I started my like journey to figure out what was going on with my health a couple of months ago, I have heard from so many of you telling me that you also just feel off. You feel more tired than normal. You just feel weird and you don't know what's going on and you want to take a next step. Well, I have a great next step for you and that is Everlywell. Their at-home lab tests, vitamins, and supplements can help you get the knowledge and support you need so you can become a healthier you. Everlywell is digital healthcare designed for you, all at an affordable and transparent price. With over 30 at-home lab tests, you'll be able to choose the test that makes the most sense to get the answers that you need, like the women's health test or the food sensitivity test. Everlywell also has high quality vitamins and supplements to support your overall health. So I started with the women's health test. Here's what they do. They ship you the products right to your door. You have everything you need in one package. You take your at-home lab test by collecting your sample and use the included prepaid shipping label to mail your test back to a certified lab. Your physician reviewed results get sent to your phone and device in just days. And you can share your results with your primary care doctor to help guide your next steps for you. For Upside listeners, Everlywell is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com upside. That's everlywell.com upside for 20% off your next at-home lab test. Everlywell.com upside. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. There are a lot of ways to support a healthy brain. You could learn a new language. You could take power naps. You could do physical activity. That actually makes your brain healthier. And you can do BetterHelp online therapy. I have been a huge therapy fan since the first time I went over 12 years ago. But before then, I made fun of people who went to therapy. I didn't get it. And now I do. You can change your life, but don't wait a minute longer. BetterHelp makes it so easy. You don't even have to leave your house. You can even do live chat therapy sessions. You don't even have to be on video. And it could be much more affordable than in-person therapy. You can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours, and you can save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com upside. That's B-E-T-T-E-R. H-E-L-P dot com slash upside just for being an upside listener and taking the leap to take care of your mental health with better help. When I love a product, I latch on hard and I have latched on completely to Rothy's. I am the proud owner of five pair of Rothy's and they could be your new everyday shoe obsession. Rothy's shoes give you right out of the box comfort. They come in amazing styles and colors and you can machine wash them. I know it's amazing. It's like having a brand new pair of shoes every time you stick them in the wash. Transitioning from summer to fall is easy with Rothy shoes. They have so many colors you can wear from season to season without going out of style. And teachers, I'm looking at you because I know you're on your feet 
all day. I can take these out of the box, put them on my feet and have a crazy long day. And I'll never notice I was wearing new shoes. That's how comfortable they are. You may have heard of the point in the flat from Rothy's, but they also make insanely comfortable sneakers, loafers, ankle boots, and more. My loafers are my favorite for work. They are like a little dressier than my sneaker styles. And when I want to look cute, but be comfortable, that's what I grab when I'm around town or just running errands or whatever. I'm wearing my sneaker style and those are so cute. Step up your shoes and accessories this summer and get ready to be asked, are those Rothy's? Plus, get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash upside. We appreciate our Upside partners, and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the Upside, visit callieandjeff.com. Here are your three random things for today. Number one, if you love pickles, know that Sonic has a pickle juice slushy. That's disgusting. I actually kind of want to try it. No, no, no. I think I really like Sonic. Is Sonic the one? I really like Sonic. Is that the, it's fast food, right? And you pull up in your car Mm -hmm. and you order it and then they bring it out. Yeah. And tater tots. They have tater tots, right? I don't know because I would order the same thing from the – okay, their breakfast sandwiches, amazing because they're on uh, Texas toast. So good. Anything on Texas toast is great. It's – I mean, you can't go wrong, right? And the other thing I liked in college that I used to eat way too much of was their – like their conies, chili, cheese, hot dog. Oh, my gosh. Cherry Coke. So good. Um, the pickle juice slushy as was introduced in 2018. It's a seasonal thing. It'll be on the menu this year until August 28th. So that gives you about two more weeks uh, to get it. And it's described by Sonic as, quote, the flavor of a salty dill pickle with the sweet slush for a refreshingly tart treat that tastes just like you're sipping out of the pickle jar. I don't like pickles. So to me, Pass. Uh, Your second random thing is there is a blood shortage in New York City. So what they're doing to try to entice people to give blood is they're partnering up with breweries. So when you donate blood, you get like a voucher or whatever for free beer at a brewery. Um, Now, I was thinking about this and I was like, okay, really, you're not going to donate blood. But if there's suddenly a beer voucher on the thing, then you're like, oh, yeah, I'll save someone's life now. I'll get that pint of beer. Um, They used to do blood drives at Syracuse uh, intentionally on Fridays or Saturdays because the fraternities would all like. I think they I think they were fraternity sponsored, Mm -hmm. but the fraternities would all go and donate, Mm -hmm. and so the theory was you would get drunk faster because you had less blood in your system. Such a college kid thing. I will say though, I think the reason I'm not. I'm sure that it's not about the actual like people being like, oh yeah, I'll go get a beer now. But now they're getting the media attention they need to get more blood. There you go. Um, and your third random thing, uh, you can file this under obvious, <laughs> duh. Uh, in 2015, Domino's Pizza opened up stores in Italy. I would like to be... In the conversation when that, I would like to be in the room when that conversation is happening where someone thinks that's a good idea. Like WTF are you thinking? (laughs) Right. Uh, The first stores opened up in Milan and they 
eventually ended up with 28 locations all through Italy. The goal, the business plan, said there were going to be 880 Domino's Pizza storefronts in Italy no. uh, within the next 10 years, with between, before 2025. Well, um, Italians, shockingly, didn't like Domino's Pizza, so all 29 stores have closed. Here's my question. Are Domino's franchises? Yes. So that means the locals are franchising it. Maybe not. Right. Could have been like an American investor or whatever. I'm or, shaking my head over here. That yeah. is just plus. Do you think anyone in Milan, Milan just sounds fancy. I feel like no one in Milan's eating takeout pizza. I I think it's, I mean, I, I, I am sure there are American brands in Italy. I'm sure you. McDonald's. You can go to anywhere in the world, I think, and get a McDonald's mm-hmm. burger, right? So I'm sure there's a McDonald's in Italy. Um, but is that pizza? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like p- t- pizza in Italy. No. Yeah, you just you just don't. Just you're not, don't. Yeah. You're not doing that. So anyways, those are your three random things. All, all of them, by the way, having to do with some sort of delicious food. <laughs> Beer, Sonic, pizza. We're going to leave you today with a beautiful human alert. And I picked this one just for you, Jeff Dollar, because one, it's your people in upstate New York. And two, it's about a dog. So Niagara police found a 12-year-old pit bull wandering the streets. So they took him to the SPA. They're like, here you go. Here's this dog, homeless dog, whatever. And um, the SPCA was like, bad news. The dog probably has like a few weeks. Like it's old. It's not doing so hot, whatever. So the um, SPCA was like, you know what we should do? We're going to give him the best end of life ever, which I love. Like this woman, she's the director of the SPCA. Her name's Amy Lewis. Like you are my people. She names the dog Lloyd, which is like the second best part of the story. It is a great name for a pit bull looking dog. It is. Because those dogs just look like chunks. They do. Lloyd. Like, hey Lloyd. Huh? Like it's just, it's a perfect name. So Lloyd got to spend, they made a bucket list for Lloyd and they took him around. Like they asked for donations, raised money. And then, um, so here's what he got to do. Lloyd had a meal at Lloyd's Taco in Buffalo. He got to hang out with penguins at the aquarium in Niagara. He got to visit parks, beaches, and pools. And he got sworn in as an honorary firefighter with the local fire department. Perfect. Um, and he made a bunch of people really happy. Everyone thought it was really sweet. My God, can, you, can somebody dog. please tell me that there's a picture of Lloyd wearing a fireman's helmet? Oh, my God. That would be amazing. And it said that he's so uh, popular with, like, people wanting to give him the best end of life that his calendar is full. Perfect. Lloyd has a full schedule, and he's doing fine. And he's making all these appearances for people who, you know, he's just getting all the burgers. He's probably not even sick or old. He's probably like, <laughs> Faking and it. then he's like, oh, bucket list. This is pretty great. I'm going to stick around for a while. So the Niagara SPCA and Amy Lewis in particular, you are this week's Upside Beautiful Human. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. I feel like I was slurring my way through the show. Yeah, uh, I don't think you were. I feel a little slow. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Do I seem a little slow? No. Well, you actually seem pretty on your game. 
Do I? Yeah, I get nervous when you're tired because um, I get chatty. So chatty. And it's so annoying because I know you don't like it when I'm like, chatty but sometimes you're just really chatty and today you weren't chatty at all i don't so think. by on my game you mean off of my annoying overly talking game no no, no. that's <laughs> that it only happens like once or twice a month when you and it's usually on a friday like mm -hmm. when you're just like really tired from the week or whatever yeah and it's the opposite of what you think would happen like yeah, maybe I'm like overcompensating or something. I bet that's it. But no, you were great today, I think. Well, happy weekend. Hey, I'm listening to Thursday's episode. I, I will tell you that it's true. You cannot have it all. And Serena is choosing what she wants to have. And it doesn't matter if you're a man or if you're a woman. You can't have it all. Like if you're a man who puts first your career, say Tom Brady... Right. He is not there every day watching his kids grow and taking in every single milestone and creating all the memories. He's creating some memories and giving some incredible experiences, but he's not there every day watching them grow day by day. Um, you know, and I say I just moved in my last kid into college and I'm a business owner and I could have been much more successful in my business than I have been. I've done all right, but I've chosen to make, I always say I'm a mom who owns a business and not a business owner who has kids. Um, and I say that because my kids have always been my priority. I could have hired a nanny. I could have had help. I could have been number one in my business, but that was not my choice. So I think it's not about, you know, can women have it all? And um, can men have it all and women not have it all? It's a matter of we choose what we make our priority. Thank you. Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. It's been a while since I've called. I had to pause today's episode when you were talking about Serena Williams and her retirement. I think that there's a, a mix of things that she's getting at. You can climb the corporate ladder, and I have, and been very successful while having two children, but there gets to a point where you have to make a decision for yourself. What kind of mother and what kind of spouse do you want to be? At a certain point, you can be as successful as the men, and I have been every bit as successful as the men. But in order to do that, there's a trade-off. There is help that you need at home. There are nannies. There is just extra support that you need. And at a certain point, as my kids became teenagers, I sort of said to myself, this isn't the kind of parent that I want to be. And the money and the prestige isn't as important to me as being their mom and the kind of memories and relationship that I want to have with them as they get older. And that's a tough thing. And I don't think that men think that way. Um, it's that we have a pull. We grew these children in our bodies and we want to make a choice to parent them actively. And I think that's more where Serena's coming from is she's seeing her child get older and she wants to be present. That's my perspective on it. Um, I hope you guys have a wonderful day and thank you for talking about the important things. Thanks. Bye. Hey, Jeff, this message is for you. I'm talking about desk chairs. I don't have advice on what chair to get, but they make mats that you can put down on the floor. I have um, hardwood floors, so we have to have mats. 
to put our chairs on. Otherwise, it rubs the finish off the floor. And you can do the same thing for carpet. That way, it doesn't matter what chair you get. It doesn't have to be made for carpet. You can sit in the chair, which would be sitting on the mat, and the chair will move all around with no problems. So something you might want to look into. It's, mine is a clear plastic mat. Plus, it will protect the carpet so you're not wearing down the carpet and moving around as well. Love the show. Good morning, guys. I just wanted to tell you, I woke up and I was so grateful that I have your voices every morning to wake up to. Um, it just starts my day off in the right direction. And I appreciate it so much. I appreciate you doing this every day because some, you know, other podcasts don't. And they're not you and they don't have the same effect on me anyway, but... Y'all are so great. Love you. Give us an update on the surgery. It's going to go well, though. Anyway, I'll send you some good vibes. Love you guys. Bye. Jeff, this calls for you. Um, I, I'm not trying to be condescending at all. I'm, I'm actually curious, and I was hoping that this might help you if you hadn't already thought about it. But I remember my grandfather, in his office, it was carpeted, and he always had a rolly chair, but he had a mat, like a clear one that went over the carpet that was quite large. So he could roll around the room. Um, Cause I know like you were saying your rolly chairs are not for use on carpet, but if you have carpet, that might be an option is to get one of those clear, like office floor mat thingies. I don't know what they would be called. I just remember my pop-up always had one in his office and I used to sit there and help him type sometimes. So it, and it worked. Okay. Bye. Hey guys, it's Liz. Um, Jeff on the chairs. You could share the the link for the one that Kelly bought you because my husband needs a new office chair, and I would love to um, look at the one that you bought. But Jeff, for the chair you have now that's not good on carpeted surfaces, you know you can buy at office stores those big plastic sheets that essentially go on a carpet so that the chair can slide on top of them, and maybe that would help at least in the short term. Hope you guys are having a great day. Bye. I've reached the last years of my, I'll be so glad when. I'll be so glad when they're out of diapers. I'll be so glad when they start school. I'll be so glad when they're out of school. I'll be so glad when this, when that. I wasted so much time on that. I'm not trying to be that old wise woman giving you advice, but if I could tell you one thing, don't postpone joy. Find your joy in what's happening today, because that's where it lies.